this is this is a person this is basically a person who's messaged us this dilemma so what do you think like how can we advise this person okay wait so you wait so get run it through again i'll do it again yeah yeah. Or that label, I'll just delete. I'll delete that part, the actual thing. But this yeah, is what yeah. I'm going. To, okay. What you mean, delete the thirty-seven minutes? Which you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think. This... About to go Super Saiyan Kaioken times ten. Here we go. We're live. We're live. Anthony, get dressed. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to a man who's wearing no pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> Baz, you go to a club in a tie. <laughs> exactly. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> come on people people if you're listening on there like come on you take a photo <laughs> and, then, and then he becomes a stroke victim <laughs> skeletons in the closet <laughs> you are now listening to the 99% certified with Sonny Singh Anthony Menezes and Baz with only one name Okay, hello guys, we can start. <laughs> so, hello. Uh, yeah. How's it going? How's, how's day 1000 of lockdown? <laughs> Mate, it feels like we've been here for weeks now, hasn't it? Well, it, oh, sorry. We have been here for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has been weeks, but um, I feel like, I, I thought months. Do you, remember, do you remember the first week of lockdown? Do you remember how that felt like I'd been in, in lockdown for a month? Did you guys get that? Has it been a month? It's been three weeks now. Yeah, you know what? If I'm honest with you, there are some days where I'm like, oh, I just need, to, I just want to go out and just do something. But yeah, I'm okay for now. Quad's keeping me busy. That's it. Can't what? Send people to the gulag, isn't it? Uh, all it. Zone on. <laughs> There's also police everywhere. Are there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's just vans that seen? kind of, they drive by Tesco just to make sure nothing's kicking off. Oh, have you, mate, have, I, have you heard about that? Non-essential items, aisles, they're patrolling them. Is that real really? thing? <laughs> Joking. Oh, what counts as a non-essential item? I don't know. If you're buying a kettle or something. Is... I had a friend. Uh, I don't know. I think my dad mentioned the day where someone went to the store and bought just like chocolates and they said this is non-essential. So they denied him service. Damn, your your first world problem's been nothing, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's changed. Oi, you know what? I saw a, um, for the first time in a while, I was walking down um, to the shops the other day. And I didn't realize that the security guards are so aggy letting people in. So, you know, there's a there's a maximum of 15 people usually who can be in the shop at any time. And I'm talking about a Tesco Express here. So these these um these new security guards, they're in the same bracket as ba- like mad bouncers. Yeah, you know, you I, know bet, I bet that instead of putting the bounce on furlough, they've all gone and got jobs at the supermarket. <laughs> 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 no, I think you're right, Baz. I, I don't even think that's a lie. Because, yeah, they, they are, are quite aggy, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Nah, and guys, also, like, guys, come on, man. they got to do that, man. they got to keep people in control. Otherwise, people are just going to riot in there. Yeah, man, I do, right, I, the right. police have gone a bit too far, though, eh? How nah, do you but, mean? But the thing is, people aren't staying home. People aren't doing what they should be. To, so I think it's a tricky balance. It's a tricky balance, I think. But they're, they're sure, making but... their own rules because you are, you're still allowed to go and meet someone, aren't you? You're allowed to go and do a gathering of two people in public. Only two, think, yeah. I don't yeah. think you are. Are you? you they haven't yeah, two people. advanced since that, yeah. I think they changed that. I think you're only allowed to go out if it's for work uh, to, to the grocery shop. I think even to the grocery shops, they're saying you should be going by yourself. You shouldn't be going with another family member. Is it? Yeah. Really? No, but we're talking about just two people meeting in public, son. I because I, people, I, I don't think, people... No, but I honestly don't think... I, I think that's it. The rules have changed. I don't think you can meet up regardless. You can only go out to do exercise if it's with uh, a, a member in your own household. I don't Are you guys think... doing jokes? We've been uh, jogs. No, I've been riding my bike. So yesterday I fixed my my push bike, right? And I went for a lovely little ride around um, South London, and it was beautiful. It was like you know a, a beautiful April day. The blossoms were in the trees, 
everyone was well i say everyone was out <laughs> the dickheads were out i was like groups of four people walking their ball tellers and stuff and i'm like mate this is not an average day in england this is a lockdown it's gonna people you got, people are gonna start getting lax now they are yeah have you guys walked past any of the parks recently there are people having full-on barbecues in there man yeah, you yeah. know when you get the the portable barbecue <laughs> from um and you uh, <laughs> go to the park on. and have a have a barbie with some chicken poppers are you nuts i know you're gonna dig this Welcome to the 99% Certified with myself, Sonny Singh, Anthony Menezes, and Baz. With only one name, bringing you hard-hitting topics so you don't have to. So, Anthony, what's the world talking about today? Well, Sonny, storming into the studio today, we have quite an interesting topic given the current climate, and that is, if you had 24 hours left to live, what would you do? So, when you say when you say 24 hours left to live... Is this including lockdown? We have to just stay inside the house. No, well. no, okay. okay. I'll, I'll make it to give you context. Let's say this is pre big Corona days. This is like pre Corona days back. Uh, I don't know, maybe 2019 uh, summer, summer 2019. Ooh, okay, what, what what time is it? What time in the day is it? That I'm finding this out. All right. So as soon as the clock strikes, <laughs> no, midnight, no, okay, that's when the day strikes. It's a good okay, okay, point, actually. It's a good point, right? You know, if I find out, like, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I get you. I get you. Imagine you get like a telegram at like five o'clock. To like, oh yeah, your, your last day started at midnight. I've just lost five hours. <laughs> no, I get you. No, no, no. What I'm trying to say is like, imagine, imagine at midnight, and you've been told before at midnight, that's when the day starts. Midnight. So you've got 24 hours left to live. What, what are you doing, boys? Where are you going? Okay, okay. Is, is, is it like a day with daylight saving hours? Do you want me to gain one day, one hour back? What's going? On? <laughs> is, there, is, there, is there any way to con this? <laughs> well, seeing as this is summer, I'm going to assume this is daylight saving. So you do have a longer day. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, Baz, what would you do? Do you know what? I don't think I'd have much fun, to be fair. People always imagine like going on just a complete bender. But that's no fun because life is no fun. You mess up the it... next 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's in like oh, going wait, wait. to a, a store and stealing stuff or stealing a Ferrari sort of thing. But if you're yeah. about to die, you're not really going to be that interested in doing that sort of stuff. That's very true, actually. So I've asked this question to people in the past, right? The people who have asked so have been a bit nutty. And they've said stuff like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm not going to go out like, like that, I'm like a sucker. If I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out on my own terms. I'm going to bring arms to the police and they're going to shoot me suicide by cop. I'm like, whoa. If you've got 24 hours, you're surely not thinking about violence. You're thinking about love and partying and family, aren't you? Would you go on a, would you go on a party? Or not out? I would, yeah. Would, wait, would you not? As long, uh, as, we, as, long yeah. as the commute's not too long, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> imagine you decide to go back to Manchester for a night out and you're just travelling for four hours there and four hours back. <laughs> okay, wait. Let's say, for example, we're Londoners, so you know that wherever your last 24 hours are going to be, it's going to be in this city, unless you choose to go elsewhere. I wouldn't have a beverage, because then you're going you're gonna to just be hungover for the last 12 hours of your life. Yeah, but what if you're drinking consist- like constantly, let's say? <laughs> <laughs> You're quite possibly going to cut those 24 hours a bit even shorter. I'm going to end it as you meant to go on, drunk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what they say. Like, obviously, start as you mean to go on. But I didn't start, come, I didn't come out of the room drunk, did I? So I'm not going to finish it drunk. I know I? for a fact, if the last 12 hours of your life, you're walking around drunk, your parents would be so disappointed. <laughs> no, no. 
<laughs> but if they in it, in it, imagine that my wake in it, it's an open coffin. They're like, it's still, they're still belated me. Like, oh, he was not a good boy toward the end. You know? <laughs> this is the thing people who are drunk don't realize how drunk they are, as shown by Anthony on last week's show. He was off his face. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know that was much... off guard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trust. I'm so sorry for that, guys. I dropped some mad bomb on you guys. Um, but okay, you know what I'd say? I would have, um, I would split my last 24 hours between the following activities. So party, family, food, money, and sex slash love. Okay. And that's what I do. So you so start with a party. I mean, if, party, if, yeah. if it's 12 o'clock, I probably would just go for a party because it's 12 o'clock, right? You, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, sure. there's, there's nothing else that you can be doing at that time. Yeah. Because I, I just no, no. love just going for a night out, going mad and just talking to some strangers for the final time. That'd be great. I would no, I would do it in kind of stages because think about it. Yeah, you're, it's midnight. Your last night has started, so you're gonna you're gonna end up going to some like shitty party at some club in the middle of London. It's gonna be rubbish, mate. You're gonna have to queue for ages. Oh, That's another couple party? hours. I know. I'm thinking day party, and do you know oh. what I mean? I'm gonna organize a mad day party. Doesn't matter okay. if you've got a job the next day. You're coming to that party. I'm gonna have a house. I'm gonna have bouncy castles, candy floss, toffee apples, all of it. We go <laughs> eat tonight. You're gonna have a great time. Okay, no, okay, be the best okay. time of life. What, what's the what's the logistics of this? Because my, okay, what what day is it that you find out? Is it is it like a Sunday midnight? Um, good question. Let's say it's a Friday. Uh, if it's a Friday, then then you could organize a day party because people probably. Here's another thing you can do, right? Is first of all, give all your savings to whoever you wanted to give it to. Probably get your will, will in order as well. Um, you get your will and order, then yeah. go on your, your Nat West and just make sure you can extend all the Monzo and get yourself the 1K overdraft and then spend that for the day. <laughs> and if, obviously, the debt's not going to follow you. They're not going to pass it on to your loved ones. Don't they? Yeah. Do you know what I thought, actually? I thought I could be smart about this. What if I was to invest? Because obviously, I'm the only person who knows I'm going to die. So what if I got myself some really heavy life insurance? So when I do die, my family get a big payout. Ooh, you're a genius. I would not even have thought of that for a second. But it's a smart thing. But I, I did some research into this, right? And apparently, it's apparently with these cases, like they can d- delay your payouts by six to 12 months after you've actually initialized it because that prevents people from um you know committing suicide or dying in a, a freak accident you know what i mean it's gonna take more than a day to get life insurance coverage yeah that's what i mean yeah. <laughs> you, you don't spend your last day alive being on the phone to customer service after tone can you press five for option c <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's people out here trying to like try to have the best day of their lives but no you're speaking to customer service they're giving you some it's gonna be like oh i'm gonna give them a really bad review on uh, glass door after this that's my last it. it'll be like you know just before you go on holiday and everyone has an argument about who's got the passport who's got your birth cert just fuming that's it oh imagine spending your last moments fuming I, I would be well I was about to say I would be fuming but no I wouldn't because I'd be dead <laughs> but yeah <laughs> what about you guys like so we talked about partying like I think a day party is a good thing and even if you say do it on a Friday because that then you can do it on a Saturday nah even if I found out on Tuesday I'm gonna die Bro, you are coming to that party, whatever happens. It's my last day on earth. You can you even troll a few people you don't like, or people you don't <laughs> yeah, I would do that. I would do that. Do you know when you you, might... people keep inviting you things you don't want to do? Just be yeah, like, and you don't really want to see them. I'm quite rude to do this, but you can just pitch them events. I'll meet you next week. <laughs> <laughs> the joke's on them. I'll be dead. 
<laughs> oh, actually, you know, yeah, you could be you could be slicky and be like devilish about this. If someone told me I was going to die, my first thoughts wouldn't be, "Oh, I'm going to play a prank on someone." <laughs> I, I wouldn't be thinking of that, Baz. Like, <laughs> it's true. You're you're a trickster. I'm not. Uh, but what what prank would you play on someone? Let's say it's your enemy, and you want them to you want to prank them beyond the veil, as it were. How would you do it? Uh, do you know? I don't think I actually would, to be fair. And also, I don't think I'd spend my time working with enemies but i think the big issue i think with this is whether or not you tell everyone or you just have one last sesh with everyone or do you tell them at the beginning because if you tell them everyone's gonna be down <laughs> yeah yeah I, I wouldn't tell them you know what? i wouldn't tell them i do the party and then if I, i'd probably go and see whoever it is i'm seeing at the time and we'd have some acrobatic energetic session and then after that food my favorite food in the earth i would have chicken biryani beef lasagna it'll be banging mate we love I the mean, lasagna this guy for that day you, you could literally just keep eating it eating and eating right because it doesn't really matter what you eat you just like yeah but eventually you're gonna you're gonna feel full up you're not gonna want to do anything when you're full you know just puke it up <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be having burritos because that is my favorite food doritos they're not classy but they are just my favorite thing I like really filling, actually. Yeah, Beautiful. really heavy food. Okay, final moments, boys. So let, let's say, like, me personally, I'd want to spend my final moments with the family. Yeah, what about you? I'm spending it with the family. I just want to enjoy it. And then, you know what? I'd close my eyes and be like, God, come on, speak to me now. It's like, <laughs> just give me a sign. <laughs> it, 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 it. Like, you're beyond the veil. You know, I, actually, I, I've just thought about this. And I don't think I'd want to take, let's say, my last breaths. I don't think I'd want my family there. I'd, I'd spend the last couple of hours with the family chilling. And then I'll just say to them, listen, I'm going upstairs and I love you very much, all of you. This might be the last time. Oh no, because they're not going to think I'm going to kill myself. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say? What would you say? <laughs> no, but what do you, what do you want? You know, Baz would, Baz would agree with this. He'd want to have one last laugh and like that one cousin that was there just before you're about to go, I always hated you. <laughs> or make it edit air on your life or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just oh, no, but, but say, say something. Say something crazy. <laughs> like, just promise me you're gonna do this, and then be like, just tell me what it is. No, promise me. As soon as he promises, <laughs> man said, make someone swell your life. <laughs> you're the worst. Oh, you guys have got no rules to write. <laughs> What? Nah, I know you know. I don't think I do. Yeah, nothing, well, nothing like, bad, bad. Yeah, like, nothing, nothing stands out too fair. Like, so if you did have a secret, though, would you take it to the grave? Well, I think if, if I had secret bad, I would. I mean, if I, yeah. it's hard to say, man, because if I murdered someone, it's hard to put myself in the mind of someone who'd murder someone. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But let's let's say, for example, you did murder someone. Would you want your legacy to be, oh, he killed someone? You know what I mean? I think you might as well. That's very honest of you, Baz. Do you guys believe in afterlife? No, I don't know. But I think I, I think you. your family are religious. You. No, I don't know. Do you, Sonny? I, I don't know. It, when you say an afterlife, do you mean like as soon, as soon as we die, that's it, done, it's over, it's nothing else? Or yeah, do you mean, or do you mean like, is there some sort of world that comes after we die? Yeah, some something after. Yeah, so I think there's nothing. World. Yeah. Um. I think there's not. I think there's a different consciousness, which um, may not make sense. But that I is an afterlife. Like, an no, no, not an afterlife. So like not. You won't be you, but you know how, like, as a human, you just appeared out of nothing out, yeah. and you don't know where you came from. Yeah. I think that might happen again, but you'll be a different organism on a different planet in a different galaxy. You know what I mean? mean? But that, that is an afterlife, then. But is it an afterlife or is it a different life? You know what I mean? No, no, but uh, see, that's what I was saying. That's what I was trying to make it clear. When you say afterlife, do you mean anything after we pass away? Anything. That is your consciousness. Yeah. No, I, not okay. I believe in that, oh, then. I, I oh, you believe in that? I, yeah, I definitely believe there's something after we die. I don't think... 
we just go into what energy and that's it no my idea. thought is do you guys think a pigeon goes to have an afterlife no because like well obviously i was brought up as a christian right and i, I don't believe in any of this now but back then they were like oh no because animals don't have souls but only human have souls that doesn't like, make oh. so, because we, we know evolution's real at what point exactly, in the evolutionary yeah. train did an animal have no conscious or have no afterlife because they're not a, like a bacteria doesn't have an afterlife at what point exactly a pigeon still doesn't and then humans do how does evolution result in a a bigger understanding i think it's just because as humans we develop a bigger consciousness of ourselves we yeah. then will make up stories to justify our existence exactly you know? yeah exactly for example do you, do you remember back at school when you learned about stuff like the stickleback fish and the life cycles because we're humans because we're sapient people are a bit arrogant because they don't see us as having life cycles but let's be honest that's all we do yeah each human not, is a life cycle i'm not like arrogant about it like, I, I do hope there is and i think there's a possibility but i'm i lean towards no mm. okay but the thing you is, know what though do you do we go through life without sort of knocking on that door trying to find out if there is an afterlife or not? I mean, I mean, obviously nobody knows till you get there, but do we spe- do we spend our lives trying to figure out if there is a way there? Well, that's one that's I mean, that's the point of some religions though, isn't it? Just to I find out if there is something. I, I don't think I have because I I've never done something good with the thought that I'm going to get rewarded later, which a lot of people do, don't they? No, nah, see, I, yeah. I don't agree with that. I, I don't I, I don't think you should do anything good because there should be a reward because I think the moment you think there is a reward, that reward is diminished. Does that make sense? Because it's not really, you're not doing that act selflessly, right? But you I know like what? that, actually. Yeah. I, know I, was, I probably would pretend I did believe just to keep the, the kind of energy up, do you know? To not oh. be to pretend well, okay. the afterlife sort of thing you know that's a very diplomatic thing because yeah. i'll be honest like my family know that i don't believe in anything and even though they're religious i wouldn't want to compromise my principles just to make it's them happy Richard Dawkins. yeah yeah he, i love Richard Dawkins. atheist and he obviously is very adamantly atheist but he said the one reason he can understand you telling someone there's an afterlife is in the example of a child so if a child's just lost a parent or a child's lost uh, their pet bunny to tell them yeah. that there's an afterlife he can see he can understand a debate as to why that's a moral thing to do and i get that but yeah okay. but you know, even richard dawkins he he said he can't be 100 percent assured there is no god he still says 99.9 percent. i don't believe there's a god but yeah. there's always that 0.1 percent okay, i Baz, actually Baz, do Baz. believe in a god but i just don't believe in afterlife well that's called being how agnostic does, though isn't it no how does yeah. that work out then how can you believe in god but then not believe there's an afterlife well, my basis of no afterlife is based on um, the evolution and how we can't really have more meaning just because we've evolved. But I do believe, just looking at the universe, that this, it's possible that well, I just it logically mean I just logically think there must be a power that's created everything. So, no, no. But then, isn't like where where does where does the Baz the I mean the entity which is the Baz the essence which yeah. is Baz where does that go? Do you believe in that Baz? Because I'll be honest with you, like like. Um, I, I'm what you might call a optimistic nihilist. You guys want, you know what uh, nihilism is, right? No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's not nihilism. You know nihilism? No, no, hey. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, I'm, an, I'm, I'm what you might call an optimistic nihilist. So I believe that there's nothing like we're just, you know, um, you know, dots on a on a on a moist speck of dust spinning around a star in a in a small branch of a galaxy in a uh, universe of a hundred billion galaxies. But I think there is meaning because because we've reached a part in our existence as humans where we can like perceive emotions and project emotions, we are what you might call the universe's thinking and feeling organs. And it's quite a beautiful way to think about it. So life does have meaning because, you know, there are people to, to look after. There are sunsets to watch. There's, you know, strawberry daiquiris to down in a bar. There, <laughs> there's lovely things. There's lovely things to do in this world. So it doesn't have to be all doom and gloom. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah. So, so, so have you have you read uh, Richard Dawkins' book, uh, The God? Dimension? I have. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. Delusion of God, isn't it? Have you? He's a livid. No, I haven't. I he, I read a book where he wrote the foreword about um, atheism and God, but that's all I've read about him. It is a riveting book, and, mate. He is, he is, he's so, um, he's very, uh, like, he slices deep in that book. He, it's like, it's almost like an attack on religion. So, so, but Anthony, your, your belief in God, was it, was it basically, was it your disbelief in God, should I say, was it strengthened after reading the book? Um, so I'll tell you what happened. I read the book, um, where, when was I? I was, it was a few years ago. I read the book and I was like, no, my, my belief in God has gone down. But, um, because at the of the moment, book- no, 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 not because of the book. Um, my my faith. I'll tell you actually, no, Baz. You, you know. So wait, I'll tell you a story. Like one time, I was in Ecuador. I was traveling with some friends, and we went to a beach called Montanita. We decided to do some wading about waist deep in the water, and you know, I didn't realize how strong this beat. This. Have you guys ever been on the riptide? I don't know if you have, but no one ever told me about this, right? I learned how to do Pythagoras theorem in school. I learned how to use a scientific calculator, how to do algebra, all that rubbish, right? No one ever told me that when you're in a riptide, you swim parallel to the beach and then perpendicular back to the shore. No one ever told me that. I didn't know. So I, I didn't know this. Yeah, so I tried to swim against the riptide. Obviously, I'm not stronger than an ocean. It dragged me all the way out. And it was me and another guy, and we were the furthest out the waves were like 15 feet high. I literally thought it was going to die. And every time they fall on top of you, I, you know, you tumble up and just upside down in the water. Um, I thought I was going to die. And in that moment, I thought to myself, if I believed in God, surely I'd be shouting, God, save me, right? Save me, save me. But I didn't. And then just before like, I got dragged under the waves, I saw a lifeguard swimming towards me. I was this mate. I was like 150 meters away from the beach. So far out now. It was a speck. And uh, he got to me when he was 15 meters away. He threw this uh, float towards me. The biggest wave of the lot was about to hit me. Uh, the wave hit me when I got to the service. The guy was in my face. He put the float in my hand. And I'll never forget my, my saviour's face. Obviously, once all the adrenaline had calmed down and I just my, my heart rate had chilled, I just thought to myself, hold on a second. There's no need to believe in a higher power. There's no need to believe in an omnipotent force which dictates our lives. All of the power and courage and love can be found in our fellow human beings, like this man who just saved my life. Hmm. And... That was the moment when I thought to myself, actually, you know what? I don't need to believe in God because, you know, the power is spread among humans. So, yeah, that was my moment. But you didn't believe in God. Yeah, yeah. When I, when I knew I didn't believe in God, for sure. What, what about you, Bas? What, what was your moment? Um, I just, oh, I stopped believing in religion probably in year early secondary school where I just kind of, it just seemed obvious to me that religion uh, has no actual factual basis. But I think I've always kept in the belief of, of God because it just, it makes sense that a power's created sometimes you, you know when you deep and just mm. think about your existence and you just your mind is blown like i am me. yeah there's another uh, ricky gervais did an argument where he said that he asked someone how many gods do you believe in and they said one because they were religious and he says right I, there are 500 gods in the world or something i only believe in one less god than you which is a good point but then again it's the same oh. thing it's it's talking about religion the idea well, don't forget boys um but throughout human history there's been so many new religions and they've all like kind of died off yeah. and what's funny is like you can say to someone who believes in uh allah or yahweh or just christian god whatever you can say listen like your god doesn't exist but a thousand years ago not maybe two thousand years ago the the greeks would have had their own gods and they would have been laughing like no these gods are real you know what i mean yeah. and it's mad, yeah. do you not think that atheists are too arrogant though right to an extent yeah so, uh, I, I, it annoys me so much do you know what it is i, I agree with the whole thing that 
be like I said before, I don't believe in God, but I can never be a hundred percent sure because I'm not that cocky to say that there's definitely nothing out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? Everybody can be at that level. It does seem a bit mad that we have religious schools, though, doesn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah, because it's almost like, you know what it is? I've said this before to people, but I think the only reason that a lot of religions are still, especially archaic Abrahamic religions, the only reason they're still alive today is because of one word, kids. Kids are the key to keeping religions going really? because a kid is, a, yeah, a, a child is a clean slate. You can indoctrinate them with whatever like mythologies or fantasies that you project on them. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I occasionally go to church and like around Christmas, and I do, I do see the 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 appeals of it. Like you go there, and it feels like a sense of community, and it mm. gives people who might be lost in life help. Community. I, I actually do occasionally pray. You know, if my life's going a bit to like crap, I will do a little prayer more for therapy than like, more for therapeutic reasons, and actually thinking someone was going to help me. But yeah. when, when you do do it, Baz, are you speaking to what? What? What is the name of the power you're speaking to, or is it just oh, like I, the universe? I, I, sp- I actually I speak to. <laughs> any power in the universe basically yeah okay okay is, is there a name for it or would you just speak to the universe openly i i usually i happy to refer to it as god but in my head i'm just saying if there's any power out there same okay. thing god and power power out there same thing in it yeah see, exactly see, yeah. see with me and praying what i think is and oh what i've heard is as well that if, if if you for example have to pray to god and you have to ask him for things if 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 he only if, if he only hears you because you're asking for something then surely that entity that power doesn't have the power to give it to you do you know what I mean? Yeah. If, if there is a God, you don't even have to ask. He would know without you even asking, right? It's also clear, like, en- enough shit has happened in the history of the world, like mm. Nazis and stuff, that God yeah. isn't going to listen when I pray to get, like, I want this new job. Like, why would he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's true, yeah. No, no, it's, it's a good point. It's a good point because it, surely, like, throughout all the atrocities, yeah. there were people who were on the receiving right. end thinking, please, God, save me, and no one saved them. Yeah. You know? And and it's, it's the thing that we, we for example, we for, uh, if there is a God, for me, he has to be the most powerful entity in the world. He has to know everything. He can't get angry. Otherwise, he wouldn't be God, right? If, if he's not the most powerful, he, he can't be God because... That but suddenly, despised... by, by, by saying that he can't get angry, you project, you're, you're anthropomorphizing him. Is that the word? You're, you're giving him anthropomorphic qualities because surely if there's a God out there, he wouldn't be anything like us. He'd be like something beyond our understanding. But that's, you know? what, that's what I'm trying to say to you. For example, as human beings, do you know what I mean? We often give into anger, right? Because yeah, sure. it, it, I mean, you could go to the calmest person in the world, but there would be a point where you could ultimately get him angry. If there's a god, he would be beyond this. Uh, I mean, he'd be beyond human emotions. He wouldn't get angry. Mm. Um, so for me, for example, he has to be the most powerful being in the world. He has to be beyond getting angry. Um, so. My one, wait, my one thing here, actually, the one thing is, why is it we as humans, I think we kind of covered this before, but why is it we as humans have to have gods? Do fish have gods? Do dogs have gods? Do cats have gods? Like, why do we have to have gods? Species, we don't put enough, like, everyone likes to hate on humans, don't we? But we are, we are sick, aren't we? Yeah, we, we're top tier, mate. We're, we're the most dominant species here, mate. We, we, we're, obviously, we're rotten shit, man. We're in charge. We flew a man to the moon, you know? We flew a man to the moon, but we still have people believing 5G gives you COVID. Mad. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're going to dig this. Guys, guys, before we continue, can I ask you a question? Do you think that all all religions should be respected? No. Oh, no, no. That's that's too much of a sweeping question because what if it's it's a religion cult that is, um, wants you to like, you know, cannibalize your own siblings and then like offer them up to the gods. (laughs) It's also, okay. There's a fine line between cult and religion and you can make an argument that a cult is a religion. Yeah, so no, that's, okay, that was my I'll next question. Example. At what stage can you say a cult is a religion or a religion is a cult? 
Oh, I've got an answer to this. Well, I've got something to say about this, at least. Do you guys know about Jim Jones? In 1978, there was this guy called Jim Jones, and he made this mm. cult. Uh, it, it was in Jonestown, that's it. Yeah, Jonestown. And really famous, right? He got a mass suicide to occur. All of his followers, there was about, I don't know, 200 of them. Imagine. I think it's more than he that. Got, more than that, yeah. He got basically like hundreds of people like men women and children their families right to all commit suicide by getting kool-aid and putting cyanide in it and that's where we get the the uh, the phrase oh he drunk the kool-aid right we get it from that so basically this guy was so charismatic so charming and so believable so he's so convicted in what he was saying that he managed to convince hundreds of people to just kill themselves don't you find that ridiculous yeah yeah so about cults right that is clearly a cult because you know Generally speaking, a cult is based around a deified character or a deified individual. Whereas, but then Scientology doesn't have one. So what? Can they not be considered a cult? Well, it's a fine line, but I think the way Scientology behave, where they try and separate you from your family, and there's a feeling of it brainwashing people, um, is culty. What's the end goal of Scientology? Um, I don't know, to be honest. It's a good point. I, I, I think it's one of those ones you only know if you join it and you move up in the levels, right? Because they've got... Uh, That's it, yeah. yeah, yeah. About this. In, in America, it's recognised as a religion. Like, they don't pay any tax. That's ridiculous, man. Because I've no, heard about but, this as well. No, but I think there's a lot of sort of... Uh, uh, you can set up a lot of different types of charities. So, for example, I think, Baz, you could start one and call it Baz's uh, <laughs> religious, religious sect or something and it, you could set it up as a charity. So I think you can no, you can do that in a lot of places. <laughs> yeah, Baz would have his own cult. Yeah, like one of the like, you know you got to convince all the people to you know follow your own behavior. It's a bit like Jesus, right? Like Baz's stuff would be like, all right, this is how you lose your keys on the night out. This is how you get like you sleep on your doorstep. That's the first thing you need to do to be accepted into this cult. And if, once you do that, once you get your parents have like dragged you in at five a.m. in the morning, shouting and screaming, and blinding, then you're part of the cult. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, so so does a does a cult stop being a religion when it's got a certain amount of followers? Um, oh, good point, actually. So, because most cults are small, whereas the religion is massive. Yeah. So, imagine, imagine religion's got like twenty million followers. Does it still? So, sorry, if cult's got twenty million followers, is it still a cult? I think by that point, it's definitely a religion. Maybe let's say maybe once you have a hundred thousand people, it's no longer a cult. No, I mean, no, that, that's just a very successful cult. <laughs> what you think? You think a hundred k people is more than a cult? Well, you could lessen brainwash a hundred thousand people. Think of uh, not Germany. Of course you can, yeah. So, so, uh, so are we to say that you can't brainwash a billion people? You well, can, yeah. Yeah, sure. There was a moment in history that the whole majority of the world thought the world is flat. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Just, just, that was just the status quo, isn't it? Yeah, no, but... Exactly, yeah. yeah. So if one person believes, then another person believes, then you're more likely to believe because everyone else believes, you know? But that, but that's the thing, though. Just because the majority of people believe in something doesn't mean it's the truth, right? It's there to yeah, be but... changed. So, for example, ma- ma- imagine uh, tomorrow there's 100,000 people believing in something. 10 years down the line, 100 years down the line, it could be 100 million. Yeah, okay, for example, let's give you an example. If tomorrow I woke up in the morning and for some chance of fate... It was now the norm. It was now the norm for everyone to believe that if I eat my shoes, I'll become five inches taller, and everyone believed that. So I, I woke up in the morning and people are eating their shoes. I'm like, oh shit! Everyone, these people must be onto something. <laughs> if everyone's <laughs> eating their shoes, like there, there must be. You know what I mean? Like you wake up and you think that you must. They must be onto something because so many people are convicted of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think everyone's a bit of it. Like we all kind of merge and we all follow the. The, the masses you know? think about it if like if the entire world thought that you'd feel a bit ostracized if you 
you didn't which is why stuff like social media is so powerful because people want to feel like accepted and they want to follow trends etc have you ever found yourself doing something and you thought about it and just thought i'm doing this just because the masses do it and not because i want to yeah every time i upload an insta story (laughs) (laughs) i know you're gonna dig this i i love alcohol i love getting smashed but i don't really like having one beer or having two beers so if everyone meets up one beer yeah if i'm meeting everyone after work to have like two beers i don't Mm. see the joy and often i'd rather just meet everyone chat and then go home because if i have two beers i get home and i'm i get beer paranoia (laughs) yeah i know what you're talking about this beer paranoia is a real thing like for example you'll know if you have two beers let's say you go day drinking you have a 2018 world cup summer yeah day drinking in the day and let's say you're you go to a different bar but you got you got to take the tube I've had two beers, right? This is this is before <laughs> I get to the... Let's say the threshold is five beers for me to be wobbling. <laughs> two to three beers is paranoia. Like, for example, yes. I go into a tube and people are looking at me. I'm like, oh, bloody hell. I'm too I'm too stupid to talk at the moment. Yeah. But I'm too stupid to, to, to not care. Yeah, and you're worried. Like, you make sure you don't... You kind of don't bump into things because you think everyone knows. But it's a bit like a plane flight. So the beginning when the plane's moving on the, on the runway, things are yeah. one beer in. Then when you hit, like, a bit of speed, that's two free beers in. You're shaking. You're, like, in a mess. And then, <laughs> the point where you take off, when you hit your four or five beers, where well, you just don't give a shit. Yeah, that's, that's a good analogy, man. Yeah. Through London. <laughs> <laughs> Bumping into shit. <laughs> so, yeah, no, beer paranoia. True. Why, why did I mention beer paranoia? Oh, yeah, things where I, I do to fit in with people. Yes, yeah, so I think that's one or two it, yeah, beers, yeah. I actually really enjoy that. I either want to get, like, even a midweek smash session, or I don't want to drink at all. Like, I can go fortnight out drinking, no worries, but then I just want to go crazy. But think about that, guys. Guys, as, as a society, why do you think people have things like alcohol, tobacco, legal drugs, essentially? I think people are expected to behave in a way that they don't. I don't know, people's, people are too anxious, maybe, in their day-to-day life. Yeah, but in a certain what, way, behaving. What's funny is that throughout all of human history, there's always been at least one thing that people are always doing on a daily, well, on a regular basis to to alleviate their stresses, whether it be alcohol, smoking something, uh, eating, you know, mushrooms, etc., to give you psychedelic um, effects, whatever. There's always been something, and I think I'm. Well, I've read a book which was similar about this kind of thing. It's about people wanting to alleviate their sense of reality because sober pure sober reality for a lot of people is horrifying Mm. because people don't like to think about their own existence a lot whereas when you're when you're like seshed out you're kind of you know putting on rose tinted glasses which allow you to see reality in a like a sesh because i will sometimes be there in the middle of a thing and just thinking i enjoy life so why am i why am i doing this to myself that's that's <laughs> it yeah that's so it <laughs> what would you say have you got a thing that you do that you feel is just to conform rather than actually something you enjoy sonny oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> i was just, i was just sitting back thinking wow these guys are pissheads <laughs> <laughs> i'm keeping it in you know <laughs> Come on, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah social conformity i, th- I think this is, i think a lot of people probably are doing a lot of things such as Anthony posting Instagram posts, just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's part it's part of the deal, though. Like, for example, we, we've got a podcast. We've got to make sure people know what's yeah, going on, right? That's it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, social media is a powerful tool, isn't it? For your exactly, your yeah, yeah. Profile as well as your business profile. Mm. So, guys, quick question: What would you say would be your dream job if you could do have any job in the whole entire world? What would it be? Go, go start off, Anthony. What would you do? Okay. Be? Uh, this. Uh, 
you know what it is? This this is a strange one. Um, before I go into what I, what I think will be my dream job, I just want to let all of our audience out there know, like, if don't let people put you down just because you're stacking shelves or taking orders at restaurants. Yeah, that's still your hustle, man. Because you're working, your family's eating, man. So don't ever let someone say you're a bum because you have so and so job. No, like, I agree with that. Just it's it's your hustle, man. Like, be proud of it. It's cool. Uh, okay, yeah. So what would I uh, what would I do for my ideal job? You know what? I have two things. Um, one, I'd want to do something which is benefiting slash carving slash molding the future of human progress. And this could either be uh, a, a leader in the science field. Yeah. Um, you, so- you, could, you could have any job in the whole entire world. Any job that you can think of, by the way. Just Okay. There, yeah. Yeah, um, I'd like to be, yeah, a research. no, not a researcher. I'd love to be... Um, yeah, that becomes a prof- cure for the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'd like to be a professor in, in a, a scientific field. Uh, or I'd like to be working in space technology because that would be amazing. Because yeah, I'd like yeah. to, I'd like to be on the on the horizon of the next step in human progress. I did, I did a lot of work on that in university when I was doing robotics. Uh, it's it's such an exciting field. It's such Isn't an it? exciting field. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Bass? What would you do? I took this the question not to be like when I heard it. I thought you guys meant what is the ideal like things in an everyday job as opposed to like the perfect. Oh, uh, ah, no, no, perfect job. The perfect job. The perfect, perfect job. job. Well, we can do we can do everyday jobs after, like straight after this. It's fine. Yeah. So probably, oh, I'm gonna put it out there. I'll be a superhero. <laughs> do you know what I mean, if, <laughs> if any job is going, why not? <laughs> we 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 didn't put any limits on this. <laughs> Sonny's parents got murdered in an alleyway, and now he's gonna devote his billions to fighting crime in a in a big city. <laughs> go on, go on, uh, on now. Yeah, the next prime minister. <laughs> Prime Minister, Ooh. nice, I, nice, I nice. Parliament for the day they did the Brexit vote, and I was, I was in the lobby when they they voted, and I was looking around, and I was like, this place is sick. Like just yeah, the idea man. of working here, waltzing in, and ruining everyone's future. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, just I think it's a direct influence on people, and I think it's also like I think people always think leaders have to be like just the best but actually leaders what makes leaders special is that they know when they can't give people what they want the pragmatists so you've got to know what people want but also what you can't give them because you can't give everyone what they want sure and so i like that i like the idea of you know being a smooth operator i thought you know what yeah i've been to that department and when you go there the first thing i was thinking i was looking at all these benches and just the hallways and i was thinking wow this is where the laws are made of this country yeah you know what i mean this is where no. This is it, and it's, it, well, I know you said it was a joke, ruining people's futures, but is actually that line of ruining people's futures and actually making people's futures is yeah. is actually that line. And mm. if you're if you're not passionate about that job, you could you could ruin a lot of things. No, I agree. Do you know what? Um, off the off the cuff of that, I said I was going to mention two jobs ideal. Right, uh, my second one is similar to what Baz says, but on a different avenue. Um, I think being like the full-on leader of the country would be good, but I think knowing what I'm like and knowing what I'm interested in, I'd like to be a very high-ranking military leader. I okay. think um, you can be you can be minister of defense, which is the suited leader of the army, or you can be chief of the general staff, which is basically the highest-ranking general officer. So I prefer to be chief of the general staff because at least you're still with the army. Okay, I think 
I've always, since I've been young and obviously the stuff I've studied with masters and stuff like that, it has been around space and technology and uh, yeah. robotics. So I did always want to be an astronaut. Nice. That would be amazing, man. And I, and I think now with space te- technology advancing so much and space travel looking like an actual possibility in the next 10 to 15 years, regular space uh, travel that is, that would be a very, I mean, suited. Yeah. That's exciting, man. Think about it. Like that is, do you know, I know it's a bit cliche and what a bit corny, but you know, in Star Trek, the opening is space, the final frontier. It, it literally is, man. Like once we've explored the earth, that's it. Space is the last place for us to explore. But you say that like, it's going to be like a tick box thing. You're never going to, that's an infinite project. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, that, but that's the point, Buzz. That's the point. That's why it's so interesting because we'll always have something to do. It's yeah. like, humans. Just imagine that first flight out of, basically the horizon and you're looking around and obviously there is there is no back at the flat earth isn't it (laughs) (laughs) you can drop a coin from space and it hits the earth like ding it's a flat yeah it was flat (laughs) they were light all along (laughs) but just imagine looking around you everything's going to be clear you you know i mean you're going to see in the distance you're going to see all the stars and planets yeah, it's beautiful, man. That initial look outside of your, your I mean, space shuttle window is going to be crazy. Because mm. you're seeing something which, like, very select few humans have ever seen. And it's just, it's, um, there's a word for this, um, the sublime. When you look at the sublime, it's like the power and all of real nature. For example, if you were to um, stand and a, a tidal wave was coming towards a beach and you could see that, you know, seeing the raw power of nature. And I think you definitely you definitely experience the sublime if you were to look into the stars aboard the International Space Station and you saw like the like universe, you'd be like, wow, I'm so small and this is so amazing. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, true. Mm. Is it a bad thing to say that a a music artist job is uh, is more down to earth? No, that's, that's, that's down to earth. I, 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 I think you should never put a cap on your abilities. No, no, I'm not saying Wait, that. Anthony, you want to work that. in music? No, 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 I'm just saying that because obviously I quite I like didn't know you wanted to be unemployed. whoa jesus is lord jesus is lord okay basically obviously we've got a lot of people who are we got a lot of friends who are trying to become musicians so i can never i can never personally you know when these people do these things i've realized just recently i I will never like you know shame them or stunt their their hustle because it takes guts man to put yourself out there like the way we're doing too it takes guts to do that yeah i agree yeah fair enough so I was going to say about music artists, yeah. Like I think the only caveat there is um, a lot of artists join, especially if they're like hardcore artists, they join the what's called the Twenty Seven Club. Have you heard of this? Yeah, no, yeah. So this is like the phenomenon where a lot of artists die at the age of twenty seven, whether it be due to drugs or violence. So like Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, Amy Winehouse, a lot of these people. No, I do buy into the idea of going out, not twenty seven, but like living a good life, and then you know. And then dying. Yeah, I like that too. Live fast, die young. You you're, not, you're not interested in a good time yeah. a long time. So, Sonny, what's your uh, like realistic idea of, a, of an amazing job? So, you mean you mean the idea where you put a cap on my abilities and like, <laughs> <laughs> that's really okay, okay, no, no, no. So, I reckon my, my uh, re- sort of realistic job would be I'd love I, if I could go back and I didn't study robotics, engineering, and all of that. I reckon I would I would have been a doctor because I thought about this. Yeah, yeah, because. The yeah. amount of time I spent on Google researching symptoms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're like uh, when you were like 25 years old and you had like 8 year old back pain. This is the 99% certified with myself, Sonny Singh. Anthony Menezes. And Baz. With only one name, bringing you hard hitting topics so you don't have to. 
We'll see you soon, guys. Very soon. Thank you for listening, guys, to the 99% Certified. Follow us on Insta and Twitter at 99% underscore Certi, C-E-R-T-I. And follow our personal Instas at real underscore Sunny Singh, S-I-N-G-H, and Anthony on A-N-T underscore Menezes, M-E-N-E-Z-E-S-7. And finally, follow Baz on B.Baz11. Also, guys, thank you for all the support you've shown us. Please do follow us on Spotify and iTunes. And please leave us a rating so we can keep on entertaining your lives. Also, guys, please send us any dilemmas that you have and you want us to address on the show. And you can send those on 99%certified at gmail.com. And that is a 99 as a number. Nine, nine. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you soon.